stay. I love you if you go. I love you if you come back. Whatever happened. But I'm going to tell you the truth while you're here. Because the devil's out to destroy your life. And you're only going to win by having a passion for God's word. And somewhere along the line, you get a passion. So you live victorious and you get sick and tired of seeing people you know be dragged into hell by a lie from the pit of hell. And you want to live to do something about it and to make a difference for the glory of God. Are you doing all right? Hallelujah. If the worship team will come back. We'll pick this up in two weeks. Next week, Pastor Sue and I have the blessing. We finally get to go see our two grandbabies in Pennsylvania. So next week, I'm going to preach this message in Gettysburg. I'm going to blow in, blow up, and blow out. Hallelujah. I'm going to do what guys have done here. I'm going to go in, mess up their church, leave, and let them fix it. Hallelujah. <laughs> no, amen. We love. They have a great church. Amen. Jeremiah and Corey back there, they're just great people. And our son Austin's on staff there, so they have a great team. We love it. But uh, we get to preach every year we go out there. So we get to see our two little granddaughters. Amen. Two of our grandbabies. It's just, at, man, once a year is messed up. Only get to see grandkids once a year. That's not God. Amen. So, uh, but it's God's good, and He graces us, so we get to spend a week with them. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let me give you this, and I'm going to close with this. I'm going to close with the burial of baptism. Just a couple thoughts. We'll pick this up in two weeks. The burial of baptism. The burial of baptism. Psalms 92 says this. They that are planted in the house of their God shall flourish in the courts of their God. Anytime you plant a seed, that seed dies. And this is going to go through a transformation. It's not going to look like this again. It's going to become what's on the inside of it. But the only way for what's on the inside of this to come out of it is this has to die. Romans chapter 6 says that we are buried with him through baptism and we are raised with him in newness of life. Burial produces the release of new life. If any man what? Now, now keep that in mind. We're talking about plant. If any man what? Be in Christ. How do you? How are you in Christ? You're, you're in Christ in burial. You bury. You identify. Baptism identifies with this death. The, the church has made baptism the, this sanctimonious uh, little thing we go through and, and 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 ceremony that we do that somehow gives people a false assurance. Baptism means you're saying this, I choose to die to myself, to plant myself in a grave with Christ. To die as He died. Identifying vicariously with Him to be raised up in newness of life with Him. And I can only walk in new life if the old dies. I can't hold on to the, the old. I actually think that the TV series, The Walking Dead, has been a prophetic statement of the church. Amen. Amen. We want to live, we just don't want to die. We can never have the new until the old passes away. Why does Christianity become frustrating? Because people want new without giving up the old.
Amen. I started thinking, I was mowing my lawn Thursday and I was thinking about this. I started identifying with our president. I started thinking, man, I could identify with him. Not many people like the way he talks. You can't preach like that. You can't say that. You can't do that. You can't do this. I said, I identify with that. Amen. But if you get past what he talks and you look at his job performance. Amen. Go ahead. Amen. I watch his debate performance. I go, dude, why are you saying that? I watch myself preach. I go, dude, why'd you say that? Then I started thinking, 42 years ago, I made a choice to sow my life in the kingdom. And I chose to die and live by his new life. And when you do that, God produces things through your life. But you can't have the new without the old passing away. Stand with me this morning. I want you to bow your head just real simple. Wayne Snow and Jenny Folsom to come up here. We want to pray over them. Wayne's going in for a procedure this Friday. Jenny's having a procedure next week. And we just want to bring them before our church this morning and pray over them, agree with them. Amen. For success and victory. Amen. Hallelujah. I need some dear friends and people just come gather around them, some of our leaders. Hallelujah. Believe God today. Father, your word tells us, Jesus, you declare it. I have come that you might have life, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And Father, that means that that includes every area and aspect of our life. So Father, as we lay hands on them this morning, we're praying and declaring life. Your word says that with long life, and length of days you will satisfy us so father we thank you right now first we take authority over a spirit of fear any area any voice that would try to bring fear worry anxiety upon them we break that right now in the name of jesus in the name of jesus and lord we just declare over them it is well it is well with your soul with your life in every area in the name of Jesus Father we declare your healing power your provision restoration over them in Jesus name Father whether it is Parkinson's or whether it is cancer Father we curse it in the name of Jesus you said we would lay our hands on the sick and they would recover so Father we thank you for the gift of medicine we thank you for the good that it does But we lay our hands on them declaring that the Lord is the healer. And God, it's your work, it's your power, it's your provision that will be performed in their life. And so, Father, we thank you for health. We thank you for life. And again, we just release your peace to them right now. In the name of Jesus. Peace. 
to them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your grace, your healing power, mercy, and provision in Jesus' name. And Father, let them know that they are surrounded by a family that loves them, standing with them, caring for them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you, sweetheart. Love you, my friend. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We lift up Mike Bernal. He's watching for the first time. Amen. Father, we just pray for Mike Bernal right now. Anybody? Come on, if you need a healing touch in your body, raise your hand right now. Anybody needs a touch from God? Father, look at this. All across the room. God, we thank you. You're a healing God. You're delivering God. Father, we pray for Mike. We pray for his esophagus, Father, right there. Mike, God tuned you in today because he wants you to know he's a good God. He loves you. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means body, soul, and spirit. So, Father, we declare your saving, healing, delivering power in his life over everyone here in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. You're a healing God, a delivering God, a saving God on every level. We bless you. We magnify you in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on. Give God a good praise in the house. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let me just say this to you. I'm going to say it one more time. You can't. <coughs> Excuse me. You cannot have the new without the old dying and there are some of you in here here's what happened to me here's what happened to my children parents all of our lives we get where we know enough we're dangerous to ourselves in doing that I mean we think we know the answer and many times we know what we're supposed to do but let me give it to you like knowing and choosing are not the same thing I've had this conversation with all of my kids. My son Austin, who's on staff now, so just blessed by him these last 12 years and what God's done in his life, or, or seven years there and that, just excited for what the Lord's done. He was 12 years in the, in the Air Force and then came out. And when he went to Pennsylvania, this is what I told him. I said, son, I love you. And we raised you to know the truth. But knowing and choosing are not the same thing. You went to Christian school. We raised you. You memorized all the verses. Your problem is you know all the answers. But I said up until this point, you've never made the choice to give your life to Christ, to be all in. You always come up with an answer. So there in Pennsylvania, he made the choice. He gave his life to Christ. God turned his life around. Gave him a wife. Gave me two more beautiful grandkids. Amen. Because God's the God of forgiveness and restoration. But you might be here today. And you've been living by knowing. Not by choosing. Bow your heads with me. I just felt the Holy Spirit say that somebody needed to hear that. Because you just know a little more, know a little more. And your knowing goes deeper, but your choosing has never moved to that place. Today I want to encourage you, choose, choose to die. To plant your life in the soil of God's kingdom. 
to release from your life the destiny that God put on the inside of you. It won't come through knowing. It'll come through choosing to plant your life, to allow the old to die, and to be raised in newness of life. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed, if that's you, you've wrestled between knowing and choosing, just raise your hand. I'm embarrassed. You guys feel like God speaks to you. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you in the back. Thank you. Anybody else over here? Anybody else? Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Now, Father, I pray. I want everybody to pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, today, I'm choosing. I'm taking a step past just knowing you. I'm choosing you. And today, I choose to give my life to you from this day on. I choose to die to the old, to be buried with you, and to be raised with you in newness of life. From this day on, I choose to live for you. No regret, no retreat, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for forgiveness and restoration in my life. I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a good praise. Amen. Now, let let me just say this to you. When we pray prayers like that, that's just personal instruction for you to do later. Agreeing with somebody else's prayer for you is never as powerful as your own prayer. You find a play. You tell God. Somewhere today, you tell God, this is it. I'm all in. That's what I did December 13, 1978. I knelt down at that prayer. I said, Lord, from this day on, I'm giving you my life. I'm going to live for you for the rest of my life. Your, my prayer for you can't overcome your personal commitment. It takes your choice. Are you with me? Amen. Father, I pray your blessing over your people. Thank you for blessing this house. Father, I pray your blessing over all those who have joined us uh, via the internet and however they've connected with us today. God bless them. I pray they would make that same choice right where they are to be all in for God. Father, we break the fear of, uh, over our people with this virus and everything else that is going on. Father, we give them the faith to live in the half percent. The half a percent that survive in Jesus' name. God, we have 99% faith. We have 99% faith. We are the, those who live, who survive, who overcome in Jesus' name. Somebody said, amen. God bless you. We love you. Be blessed. And we'll see you men tomorrow night. Tonight at 630, we have prayer. Come join us for prayer.